New York City has so many different personalities to it and everyone fits into it somehow. And you always have people that you can relate to. I just think it's a playground for creatives. It's like you have so many different restaurants and scenes and just capturing the essence of it. There's there's so much in every different neighborhood. So I feel like you can make it whatever you want it to be. And that's what's great about it. Welcome back to NYC Local Guides. I am your host, Jennifer O'Brien, and I interview New Yorkers from creatives to CEOs and everyone in between. For more NYC resources like ebooks and videos, visit nyclocalguides.com. If you've ever wondered what it takes to be a New Yorker or just want to hear some crazy stories, keep listening. This is a Brooklyn-bound 2 express train. The next stop is... Jessica Hirsch is a New York food and travel photographer who founded Cheat Day Eats and Your Room Service. She worked as a math teacher for seven years before becoming a full-time creative in 2017. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. So tell me the origin behind the name Cheat Day Eats. Yes. So um, I've always been that person in my group of friends who has a slight obsession with food. Um, and so I've always been into fitness and health also. And so I used to plan my cheat day obsessively, you know, finding the best restaurant and the best dishes. And so at this point in time, I was a high school math teacher, I was living in the city. And um, I started my account. And I decided to name it cheat day eats because I always had um, planned my cheat day to a T making sure I had the best place to spend it. And so that's kind of where the name came about. Um, Basically food and travel. And a big part of my life is also um, finding the best food when we travel. So hence where cheat days are not just in um, New York, but all over, but obviously a big focus is New York, because that's where I started. Awesome. I love that. And and tell me a little bit more about how you started and why uh, your room service. So your room service was an extension of kind of my personality. Um, I found that I was kind of like boxed in with Chita Eats a little bit. Uh, it has a, a relatable aspect to it and it's comfort food, um, which is great because that's the things that I love. But then I felt like I wasn't able to showcase this other side of me, which was like more of like a luxury side. So when we travel um, and just in general, even if we do staycations, I love having like this um, going to the hall on the wall and having a burger and then going back to like a luxurious hotel. <laughs> um, and so I just wanted to showcase also a different side of my photography because Chita Eats has like up close personal um, with the food and you really get like almost inside and taste it. And then I wanted to be able to showcase, you know, more of uh, the room shots that are more open and airy. And um, so I think it was, it was a combination of, photography, and then also just like a different side of my personality. I love that. What a great way to branch out. It makes total sense. And do you have any favorite New York City hotels for their room service? Oh, so many. Um, You know, I love the one hotel in actually both locations. Not only are they just gorgeous, and they have like a really earthy feel to them. But the one that's in Central Park, uh, has jams downstairs and the uh, room service is from the same kitchen and the quality is just so amazing. And I have like these little mini everything bagels with cream cheese and lox and it's just like simple little things, but like elevated and you can sit, um, they have like a little 
perch where you can like have your breakfast in your room and like overlooking Central Park. And there's just something really amazing about that. Um, and then coincidentally, obviously the view at the one in Brooklyn is of the city and it's stunning. Um, and same thing, the food there was fantastic. So great. And you took me to the jams in uh, the Central Park location. I love it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love it too. So good. Um, and so how do you discover these new restaurants? Oh, a lot of research. <laughs> so I think it goes back to like where the name Cheetah Eats came from. Like I always used to research the best places. Um, and so there's a lot that goes into it. And now nowadays, obviously, it's changed a lot because restaurants are coming to us pretty often, you know, um, inquiring about us coming in and dining. Um, and then I also just, you know, obviously have a trusting um group of people that I follow and you know I'll see that they're going to different restaurants and and they're recommending it so that's kind of it's like a combination of a bunch of things when I travel it's a little different but for New York it's definitely like looking towards the other um you know influencers that I follow awesome and so who are some of your favorite foodie uh other foodie instagrammers that we should follow well, I mean, I guess it depends on if you're talking more in general, or are you saying more specific to New York? Uh, specific to New York. Um, so Eating NYC, my friend Alexa, you know, she does a lot of restaurant focused content in New York. And so I know I can always ask her and see what she thinks. Um, Brunch Boys, which I know you had on Jeremy. Yes. He uh, covers a lot of New York restaurants and Mike Chow who does food baby like he goes to so many restaurants I don't understand how he does it and he's always super honest and so I know I can ask him yes no all great accounts thank you so much and you're in amazing shape how do you balance eating and exercise it's something that's super important to me and you know I'm always trying to find a way to incorporate this into my feed um, or my stories more probably uh, so I like the name cheat day has a fitness aspect to it. And that's where it came from. And the idea is this is a cheat day. And I know obviously I'm posting these, this content every single day, but I am not eating the entire dish. The point is to inspire people um, what to eat on their cheat day. Um, and so I've always been, I actually was a personal trainer for a few years. Um, and so fitness has always been a huge part of my life. And I find that it's, you know, for me, balance, I think it's key. And uh, balance means different things at different points in my life. Um, when I'm traveling, finding balance is different than when I'm home during quarantine, because um, the name cheat day comes from the fact that you eat healthy, and then you'll have a cheat day. Um, when I'm traveling, I'm often filming at restaurants every single day. And so I'm having to uh, enforce more of like having a few bites of dishes where a cheat day is like, you know, indulging and eating everything you basically want in that single day. And I think I kind of will change based on if I'm traveling or from home. Like right now, I'm kind of observing the whole cheat day theme again, um, eating healthy during the week and then having the cheat day during the weekend. Awesome. No, I'm so glad. I'm, I'm basically doing a cheat day every day, but trying to get vegetables. <laughs> you know, it's, I think it's like, you know, I think up until I started my page, I was almost afraid to have a cheat day during the week. And, and Brian used to laugh at me. He's like, what's going to happen if you like had a cheat day on a Tuesday, you know? And I was like, I can't. Um, and now I realize like you can eat more indulgent foods throughout the week, but being more mindful about that is important. So like if I'm having a brownie on Tuesday, 
you know, maybe I won't have two or three. <laughs> I'll have a few bites and be like enjoying that those few bites and understanding like, okay, now I'm full. I don't have to eat more. Where the cheat day, I feel like I'm more like just kind of going all out. <laughs> I love it. No, that's so smart to really think about like how you balance it. Um, so do you have any tips for getting gorgeous food photos? Um, I think that there's, if you look up, there's a, I have a few articles either on Sony or it'll be on um, the bubble up folder. Um, it's all about, you know, finding lighting angles, composition, knowing your gear. So whether that be your phone or professional, I think um, investing time in learning that is going to really be key in uh, creating and producing amazing content. Awesome. Sounds great. And they can find more of that on your Instagram and, and the link will be there. Yes, definitely. Perfect. And serious question. How do you capture things that don't last long, like ice cream or runny egg yolk? You're so good at it. I would love to hear any tips you have. Well, for ice cream specifically, I think one of the most important things is being ready. Um, So for example, if I'm going to a restaurant, I'm planning on filming like an ice cream dish, having my gear, you know, like the lens is clean, the setup, if I'm planning on doing a video is like ready to roll and having a clear like concept of what I'm filming is key. So like as soon as I get it, like I know exactly what I'm going for. And then that way, you know, actually sometimes the melting is a part of the video too, you know, like having that little drip is like key. So yeah, I think it's preparation beforehand. It's important. I mean, at home now I'm lucky, like, you know, if it's ice cream, I could like throw it back into the freezer for a second. And (laughs) at the restaurant, it's a little bit more challenging. You're so good at it. And I've seen you in person with a runny egg. How do you make it look so good? Well, that at least is part of the restaurant's responsibility. (laughs) (laughs) But I think, yeah, like, uh, you know, making sure it's like, sunny side up and, you know, a little underdone. And that helps like have that little pool of egg yolk kind of drizzle down. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, at different strategies too, it's like, you know, do you poke it from with like the fork kind of flat or do you have like a little incision? It's kind of funny, but <laughs> these are the things that I think about. It's an art. Like I remember when we were at a restaurant recently and and you said, oh, Jen, do you want to do it? I was, I was stressed. I was like, are you sure you want to do it? <laughs> like, I don't think I'll do it as well as you would. Um, and it was, it was a stressful moment. I feel like you, it's a talent that you have. <laughs> I know it's really funny that you say that because I feel like my friends also, like if they're dining with me, they're like nervous. They're like, I can't do it like you. I'm like, it's just literally poking an egg. <laughs> I agree. But, you do it so well. <laughs> Thank you. And I've trained Brian really well too. Like my friends, okay. we went to Miami and there was a bunch of us and he was like pouring on syrup and they're like, wow, you really trained him well, just the way he's pouring. And he like knew to like ask and stop and get different angles. So you work directly with your fiance. Can you tell me more about that? Yeah. So we've been together for over 12 years and working together for over three years now. Um, but he's always been, you know, invested in Cheetah Eats and your room service. Um, and he is an amazing like partner in both relationship and in business because he helps balance what I don't have. And so it's good to have, you know, someone with me during this journey that has the same goals. That's awesome. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad because it, it can be so difficult, but you guys make it seem so easy. Um, so can I ask about your nails and where you get them done? They're always so beautifully and creatively delicious looking. Shout out. Her name is Maki. She is going to actually, hopefully after this, have her own 
single spot at a location in Midtown. She was at a, a salon beforehand in Tribeca. So she's not at like a nail studio. <clears throat> awesome. But, uh, her name on Instagram? Nails by M-A-K-I dot N-Y-C. Awesome. Ugh, so yeah, great. She's, she's an artist. I love her. I miss her so much. <laughs> So great. And I love that every photo or video that you take includes your nails and it's kind of like your little signature in a way. Yeah, it's been fun. I feel like I started with her about like maybe two years ago. And I every time I like show her a photo and she executes it better than the photo, it's, it's really impressive. Oh, so great. And so as we're talking about creatives in general, um, is New York City good for creatives and creating your own path? Yeah, I think it's amazing. I mean, obviously, New York City has so many different personalities to it, and everyone fits into it somehow. And you always have people that you can relate to. Um, I just think it's a playground for creatives. It's like you have so many different restaurants and scenes and um, just capturing the essence of it. There's, there's so much in every different neighborhood. So I feel like you can make it whatever you want it to be. And that's what's great about it. Beautiful. Well said. And then do you think you would be as successful as you are now if you lived anywhere else? Ooh, it's an interesting question. So I, I do think that um, I think starting off in New York and, and with the community that I started with at that time, it was pretty new and it was in the beginning of um, Instagram's growth. And I think it was essential to contribute to who I became as an influencer because we really always were networking at that time and going to different events. So I do think it was crucial to creating who I am as an influencer and content creator. Well said. And then do you consider yourself a New Yorker? Yeah, I definitely do. I mean, I, I'm from New York and not I did not grow up in New York City, but I lived in New York City for seven years and we're right outside the city now. And that reason why being is because we travel a ton. Um, but if I was to live somewhere, New York City would be it. And we're constantly, obviously right now, we're not leaving our house, but um, we're there almost every day. Absolutely. And so how do you define a New Yorker? Someone who's not afraid to be themselves. Ooh, I love that. And if you had to pick three adjectives, what comes to mind to describe a New Yorker? Brave, passionate, and unique. I love it. And then I'm going to challenge you once again. If you had to pick one word, it doesn't have to be an adjective, any word to describe a New Yorker, what would it be? Together. Ooh, I love that. That's beautiful. I'm getting like goosebumps. That's so, that's so Aww, important. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So great. And then did you have a crystallizing moment when you realized, wow, I'm a New Yorker? Before I lived in the city, me and my girlfriend came into the city and we walked around Central Park. And I remember saying to her and myself, like, oh, my God, like one day, like I want to like run around Central Park and like live here. And then I remember like that moment when I was running around Central Park, like I'm doing it, like I'm living this life, you know, and I still remember being like so excited and just the thrill. I mean, I used to run around Central Park all the time because I lived on the Upper East Side. So I'd like kind of cut through and get on at like, I think it's 86 and like run around. And every time I did it, like, I don't know, it just felt so amazing. There's always so many different people running around and on bikes. And just there was always such a great energy. And I always felt like it was such an easy run because 
of like the people around you. Oh, that's so great. I love that. And I'm so glad that it came true and that you lived it. Okay, let's transition into the food lightning round. Okay, so what's also what is your favorite New York City food in general? I would say pizza. Yeah, I say. Yeah. yeah. So so what are your favorite three pizza places? Mama's two is amazing. Um, Prince Street and then made in New York. Awesome. Oh, I still need to go to Made in New York as well. Ugh. Okay. Their vodka um, slice is killer. Uh, okay. Ugh, so many places are going to be on this. I love it. This is going to be the best section ever. Um, three favorite savory cheat day eats in general. So this is kind of specific, but Detroit style pizza, mm. mac and cheese, and I'm going to say pasta in general, but I'll say like penne vodka or cacio e pepe. Ooh, great options. Um, And then three favorite sweet cheat day eats in general. Hot fudge brownie sundae. Like, oh. (laughs) Um, Coconut cake. I love a good coconut cake. And then I would say like an amazing cookie. Okay, well, wait, hold on. Where do you get? I'm getting ahead of myself, but where are your favorite places for cookies? Levine's the best. I mean, I there's so many other cookie places in New York now. It's amazing. I, and there's so many great ones. But, like, nothing beats Levine. Like, they're, they just kill it. Like, you don't get that consistency anywhere else. Agreed. No, it's so good and, like, huge. You could, you could really eat half of a cookie. Like, it takes a while to eat the whole entire thing. It does, um, yeah. So it's good. a meal. It's a it meal. is. It's a freaking um, meal. And uh, so Schmackery has great seasonal cookies. Like during the fall, I look forward. They have like a pumpkin one that's just incredible. Um, it's more of like a flat cookie and then it has like a little bit of an icing on top. And I absolutely love it. Uh, so good. And then what are your three favorite places for comfort food? So Clinton Street Baking Company is top. Um, yeah. Jacob's Pickle and Jacob's Pickle has a sister restaurant Maison Pickle I would say they're tied because they're both like similar in cuisine like comfort food Jacob's a little more southern well I would say Maison's like more American style Ooh, my last one hmm. um I mean quality Italian even though it goes that goes in many different buckets and so do so do the other ones too but like I just like love that chicken prime pizza and then I always go all out with dessert <laughs> Amazing. Okay. And then three favorite brunch spots. Brunch? Yes. Okay. So there's going to be so many overlaps. Uh, Yeah. I guess that's the comfort food and the brunch. Sorry. There's going to be a little bit overlap there. But Clinton Street Baking Company is and Jacob's Pickle are also my favorite brunch. Um, But also Bubby's is really good. Ooh. Okay. That's awesome. I don't think I've been to Bubby's. Oh, they, they're awesome. Yeah, I love it. It's um, They have one in Tribeca, and they also have one that's attached to the Ample Hills on in the High Line. Ooh, awesome. Okay, great. And then three favorite places for dessert. Uh, you know this one, but the Titanic. <laughs> From Carmine's. Oh, my God. That is, like, literally one of the craziest desserts in New York City, and I absolutely love it. It's really impossible. Like, with, like, four people, you cannot finish it. They have a tugboat, which is a smaller version, and I got that for myself for my birthday this year. And I still felt like I hardly made a dent in it, and I was dying after because I was so full. (laughs) I also went to Carmine's for my birthday last year. It was so so I love it. I think it's like it's hard because it feels very touristy, 
But in yeah. general, I think their penne vodka is amazing. And I love the Titanic. Like I, at first it's like, it seems like gimmicky, but like the actual brownie and the ice cream is awesome. So also very touristy, but I still love it is Max Brenner because they have this, um, uh, fondue of white chocolate and you could get different chocolates. And actually I think it comes with two different chocolates and then they comes with churros and you dip it. And it's so freaking good. I haven't been in a while, but it, like I used to go all the time and it was always incredible. Yes. And have you been to Blue Stripes? Yes. 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 I've been, love- been there too, but that's amazing. That's an extension I learned recently. Yeah. yeah. And their hot chocolate is so good. I was blown away by it. One more dessert. they kind of have a little bit overlap in terms of like Ample Hills because I'll get like their brownie sundae, which is incredible. Ooh, sound- I, I love their munchies flavor because it has like potato chips and popcorn and M&Ms and like everything sweet and salty that you want in an ice cream that you didn't know was amazing in an ice cream. I know. I love that flavor too. I love the sweet and savory. Yes. Okay. So three favorite donut spots. Um, So donut plant, which I love their coconut um, cream donut is like one of my favorite things in life. Um, Dough donuts, their Nutella stuffed one is amazing. And they have a lot of different donuts that are incredible. Um, And then also... Oh, Queen's Comfort. Um, it's in Queens. They don't just sell donuts, but there's like their pastry chef uh, makes these crazy donuts. And they're always like different, different specials every single day and every weekend. And like they're like next level. They're like more cake donuts. Awesome. That sounds great. And then three favorite ice cream spots. We already touched on Ample Hills. Yeah. So Cafe Pana is incredible. Like incredible. Like next level, like something you would get in Italy, like the gelato, it's the gelato. And if you haven't been there, that is the first place you should go when this is all over. Like Ample Hills has been my favorite for probably ever since they opened in New York City. And Cafe Pana is just topped it because there's like so much detail in the ice cream. Like if you go to her page, it's like a different specials every day, but I went there and I've eaten there a million times now and every flavor has just so much to it, but like it works. So it's like, it sounds like a lot, but it just makes sense. Oh, and Morgan Stearns. Morgan Stearns is awesome. Morgan Stearns has ice cream cakes and they're so good. And the flavors are really unique. Yeah, I have to go there too. I'm going to, we should just go like ice cream tasting when this is done. I know you did and I thought I missed it. No, I like, let's go again because it's like a new year, a new summer. I need to try the new spots. <laughs> and then one more, we, we recently went to Essex street market and um, they have the Chinatown ice cream there. Uh, they have the, I have Ube and Pandan. They had a lot of unique flavors that I absolutely love. I was really impressed. Yeah. I even had, so I, I went and I had the, like the rainbow flavor and I yes. honestly, did yeah. you like it? I loved it. Like I thought it was just going to be the prettiest flavor, but it actually had so much flavor. I was like blown away. Blown I didn't away. get that one, but I wanted to. Yeah. It, it was gorgeous and tasted great. Oh, and there's always a line, but it's always worth it. Um, yeah. So good. Uh, so three favorite burger spots. So pig beach in Brooklyn. Mm, yeah. Burgers, like super saucy. It's absolutely delicious. No one, which is, somewhat new i recently went there right before this all started um with a few friends and i was blown away like it was incredible 
Um, and then burger and barrel because Capon, Chef Capon, always kills his burgers. Like it's just they're all amazing. They've won a few awards and all that. But so you know you're always gonna get like a classic great burger there. Ooh, amazing. And do you have a go-to pastrami place? Yeah, cats. I mean, it's cliche, but it's true. <laughs> yeah, same. So I also love cats and recommend it, but I feel bad because it's so touristy. But I, like, correct me if I'm wrong, it is the best. And you must yeah, have tried it more. Yeah. In like, New York, there's honestly, I guess there's not that much competition anymore. Like, I'm sure there used to be a lot more Jewish delis and, and that. But yeah, just there's something to it. Like, you know, you're going to get a great sandwich there. And it, it almost, I know it's touristy, but it has like a feel to it. Yeah, I, I've tried so many places and I want to like it better, but then I go back to cats and it's just so melt in your mouth amazing that I'm just like, Ugh, I just got to keep going back to cats. Um, so what are your three favorite mac and cheeses? So mac and cheese, let's see. Oh, the Smith is always like, oh, my go-to. I love the Smith's mac and cheese. Jacob's Pickle, they have a buffalo chicken mac and cheese. I guess, like I told you, a lot of these places will like have reoccurring appearances in different like segments because I love them so much. And the buffalo mac and cheese is so, so good. Um, and then lastly, Murray's cheese. Ooh, also a good one. And they have like the cheese, is it like a... They have a mac and cheese restaurant. So like what I love about it is you can go in there and kind of customize it. So it's like you can make whatever type of mac and cheese you want. You could get a burrata on top of your mac and cheese. Like it's decadent, but it's amazing. Oh, so good. And then right nearby, my other favorite is um, Cafeteria, that like triple. Yes. Oh my God. I haven't been there in so long. They used to have the triple one, right? Where you get to like get three different styles. And the truffle is always my favorite because it's just so good. Mm. Oh, I can't wait to go back to restaurants. (laughs) Same. Um, Okay, three favorite Mexican restaurants. So Los Tacos. Yep. In um, Chelsea Market. Actually, they have a few locations now, don't they? They're expanding. They also have Times Square. Yeah. Um, Taqueria Diana which their nachos are like ridiculous. I love them. I don't know much of how like crazy authentic it is, but they're super good. And then uh, actually the last one we went to together, which is actually a vegan Mexican. It's ha ha ha. Yes. With J A J A J A. I need to edit that video. Good reminder. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> and then um, three favorite Italian restaurants. So I love Bar PD, which is in the West Village. They have like a pink sauce that's incredible. Um, I also love Carbone because their spicy rigatoni is amazing. And then also quality Italian because I chicken parm pizza is so good. Oh, so, so decadent. Wow. I love it. And then uh, saved, saved another New York City classic for last three favorite bagel spots. Yeah, so I think actually one of my first bagels actually that I had in New York City was Thompson Square, and I still love it. Um, Black Seed, I think Black Seed for me, even though it's like the bagel itself, it's maybe not my favorite, but I love that they always do different collaborations. And so the collaboration bagel sandwiches are just like always fun and delicious. And then Essa Bagel. Oh, yeah, that's a great one. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Okay, so I'm going to have a lot of good places to try later. Thank you so much. Uh, awesome. <laughs> I'll come along. 
amazing. Please, let's like, we really need to, you know, eat and make up for all the time that we've lost. No, me too. And since your content is often tied to restaurants, how are you pivoting and creating content safely right now? So for me, a big passion of mine has always been cooking and baking. And I've always wanted to do more recipes, but I always found that I was you know, out going to restaurants and always editing that content that I never had time to do that. And obviously now it's a perfect time for that. Um, and I've loved it. I think that it's, it pushed me into it, um, creating the content at home. And I definitely will keep continuing to con- uh, add this type of content to my page because I feel like it really allows people to connect on a different level. You know, they've been reposting their recipes that they you know, created from the ones I had put on my page. And I, I don't know, something about that feels exciting. E- even though I know, like, obviously, I post a restaurant, I'm sure people go and they'll tag me and stuff. But like, so many people have reposted their, um, or not reposted, but created the bagel recipe that I did oh, and have tagged me. And, like, hey, and it was too, right? Yeah, it was just like, such an easy recipe to create bagels. I sent it to all my friends, like one of my friends made it as well. And like, it's just fun to like create like a New York staple, like a bagel that honestly I didn't realize was so easy to make. And I totally agree that you must be even more rewarding to see that people are actually making it. Whereas, you know, tagging you maybe in a restaurant photo happens maybe less, even though they might go to that restaurant, but creating a whole recipe for them and then seeing that come into fruition is so awesome. How has your income been impacted by this quarantine? Well, at first, when this all went down, there was definitely a period of time where everything kind of just stopped. I think nobody knew where to go with it. A lot of our um, upcoming, you know, trips and events had been, you know, postponed, we'll say. Um, So we definitely saw things kind of turn at that point at the beginning of this. Um, And now things have picked up where plate you know, businesses and companies are realizing, well, one, people are home baking. So I've been getting a lot more opportunities to create content um, for recipes. Um, And then also just in general, I think people are kind of seeing the light at the end of the tunnel and they're starting to pick up and uh, realizing that people are on their phone more. So people are definitely paying more attention to us now more than ever. So it's their time to kind of show whatever product or business they're trying to highlight. Absolutely. And how do you think the food industry will change after all of this? Well, I think there's gonna be a lot more precaution. Um, I think we'll slowly get into having restaurants be able to maybe have people dine in and have less people. I mean, that's the thing with New York City. It's so tough because everyone is on top of each other. So I think it'll be a slow progress back to normal. I, you know, I, I really, I think in a year or two from now, I'm not sure how we'll, will we remember, I mean, we will remember it, but will, you know, things change in the, in the actual restaurant. I think we'll appreciate and hopefully come up with different strategies to make sure that we're more prepared if a situation like this comes up again. Yeah. Yeah. And what is the first restaurant or restaurants you're going to when this is all over? Oh my God. <laughs> 
Oh, I can't wait. Oh, I've, I mean, Mama's too. So you'll have to meet me there since you haven't been. I'm going to go to Mama's too, Capricana, Clinton Street Bakery, Jacob's Pickle. I'm going to go everywhere. <laughs> oh, perfect. So good. Um, and what do you wish that we all learn from all of this? Hmm. To be more mindful, I think, you know, I'm appreciative of this time. I think it's it's a tough situation that we're all in, but being able to slow down is a gift and I'm able to meditate more and, um, you know, even eating breakfast. Like I try to just slow down and not be doing five things at once and just eat my oatmeal and take a, every bite like and enjoy it. And I think that kind of go back to what I was saying in terms of like how I view food like really appreciating every moment and being mindful of it and taking that concept and applying it to like every single moment of your day. Cause at the end of the day, this is like one life and, and you want to like really make the most of it. And I try to really just slow down and, and be grateful for, for this time. Wow. So well said, thank you so much for your time. And where can people connect with you? So I'm Chita Eats across all platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube. Awesome. Great. Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's show, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. For more NYC resources like ebooks and videos, visit nyclocalguides.com. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Thank you.